Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I mean, it's all, it's an open book. You can start writing your book any way you want to, and you can never make a mistake. You know, I'm a farm girl. Just give me a pair of jeans and a, a T-shirt and a hat, and I'm good to go. If you're going to be modeling something with feathers, you want it to be on the bird you're holding, not uh, yeah. not necessarily all over your outfit. Yes. Yep, that's it. And now I know I want to live in Montana, and I want to hunt elk for the rest of my days (laughs) so i'm going out here and doing all this traveling and getting to hunt all these animals but i'm still struggling and trying to learn daily myself hey y'all this is nikki tilly and you are listening to living country in the city episode 13 y'all ready for your dose of flyover state spirit Straight from the concrete jungle? Well, put down your latte and pull on your boots. It's time for Living Country in the City. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Living Country in the City. I really appreciate y'all that are listening in week after week. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever y'all are listening from. And if you've been liking these episodes, make sure to give me a good rating. Helps the podcast continue to grow and allows me to continue talking with all of these awesome guests and sharing their stories and advice with you. Now, today I'm getting a chance to talk with Nikki Tilly. If y'all aren't familiar with Nikki, she's not only an experienced model, but an avid hunter, fisher, and outdoors woman. And starting Thursday, May 11th, you'll be able to catch her on the new Outdoor Channel series, Miss Wild Game. Nikki, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. So, really quick, for those of my listeners who aren't as familiar with you, why don't you give me just a quick introduction on, you know, who you are and maybe, you know, your history with, uh, a little bit of your history with hunting and the outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm Nikki Tilly from North Carolina. Um, I've lived here my whole life. Grew up on a farm with my grandparents and my mom. Um, always been a farm girl, uh, milking the cows in the morning 
uh, to riding horses, to barrel racing, rodeo. And my grandpa, we've always been huge in the outdoors. He's actually who started me with the shooting guns in the pasture and getting me used to it and taking me hunting. And so he introduced me to everything that I know today, um, to deer hunting, to turkey hunting, to fishing. Um, he was actually with me when I shot my first deer. And so it's just, I just can't thank him enough and my grandparents and mom for teaching me everything that I know. Um, so how old were you when you uh, shot your first deer? I was 12 years old. Man, I'm 34 and yeah. I'm still working on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it was, it was, I mean... I can remember it like it was yesterday. Um, we have a lot of cow pastures here, and we was actually in one of our cow pastures. And uh, it was just like we had about, like, I think it was like seven deer that came out, and one buck came out. Uh, the rest were does. And so I actually shot the buck for my first deer, which is awesome. <laughs> now, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and so I've always modeled as well, but I've always kept them separate. But I've always had this dream of I want to walk in a Bass Pro or an outdoor store and see my poster on the wall in camo. <laughs> and because I'm tired of modeling like all these crazy outfits and these dresses and heels. And I'm like, this is not me. I don't like this type of clothes. You know, I'm a farm girl. Just give me a <laughs> pair of jeans and a, a T-shirt and a hat, and I'm good to go. If you're going to be but, modeling um, something with feathers, you want it to be on the bird you're holding, not uh, not necessarily all over yes. your outfit. Yes. Yep, that's <laughs> it. And, uh, but so a couple years ago, I actually, like, I kind of just found out how to do it, and I just started doing it, like, it's so weird how it all happened because I really don't know how it happened. <laughs> I just, I mean, it just all came together out of nowhere. And so now I am combining my love for the outdoors and the country lifestyle and hunting with my modeling from doing uh, hunting shows, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so that kind of... Uh, brings up uh, what we were talking about before the show. Um, you are uh, about to air on a brand new, I don't know if it's a brand new TV show or if it's been going on. I'll let you tell me a little bit more about it, but uh, coming up as the time, uh, as of the time the show airs, coming up uh, this coming Thursday, uh, you're going to be uh, on Miss Wild Game. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, I am one of the girls. There's two other girls that's on the show with me. Uh, such great girls. Um, it will be airing on the Outdoor Channel at 7 p.m. Eastern Time this Thursday. And this is the biggest thing I think that has ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, in like just my whole life. I mean, I've done music videos and all kinds, but... This just, I think, tops them all. Um, and I was actually watching the Outdoor Channel last night, and I saw the Miss Wild Game commercial, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but um, so it's a new series, uh, and 
this is like the first time ever that somebody has taken these Insta famous Huntress girls off the internet and actually put them to the test. They, Matt Busbus actually messaged me. He DM'd me on Instagram and I did not know who Matt was when he messaged me. And I get messages all the time from random people, random guys. And some of them, I'm just like, like, are they creeping on me again? Or (laughs) what is this? And well, I can only imagine. I can see pretty much everything you post. I can count a good five or ten, at least marriage proposals, and those are probably the 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 most mild that I see on there sometimes. So I can only imagine what yeah. what kind of private messages you get on on social media. Yes, <laughs> I would definitely say that the marriage proposals are the most mild. Oh, uh, it, they could go from one to ten. It, you never know, but. So I had no clue who Matt was. Um, I had no clue about nothing. And I actually had to Google him and see if this was true. Like, I get offers a lot. Come out here and we'll film a show. We'll do this. I've talked to producers in L.A. about shows. Even had some come out and film pilots here on my farm for shows. And I'm like, oh, this is just another one of those. Like, this ain't going to go nowhere. This is just a waste of my time. Mm -hmm. But I Googled Matt, and I started just kind of talking to some friends. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I think this is pretty legit. (laughs) Like, this sounds pretty cool. I was extremely nervous because I've never met not a single one of these people that is going to be there. Never met Matt. And then I find out that the competition is the hunting part of it. We're going to be shooting crossbows. And I recently just got into archery. And mm-hmm. that was the first time I've ever shot a crossbow was at on the show. <laughs> and because I just got a compound like that Christmas before. And I was, you know, till this day. And so I'm like, I got to shoot a crossbow for a competition. <laughs> they're just trying to, they're just trying to throw you in, uh, see what you can do without any practice, huh? It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we promote our, me and the other two girls promote ourselves daily, uh, all 24 seven about how we hunt and we're in the outdoors and we do this and we do that. But, I mean, I've never shot a crossbow. That don't mean I'm not a good hunter or I'm not a hunter. It's just I've always shot guns all my life. My grandpa raised me shooting guns, and he's not a fan of archery. So I've always just stuck with the guns and until the last uh, year, year and a half, two years now. Okay. So what what actually inspired you to get into archery? What uh, what got you on that train? Just watching everybody. Um, my friends kept like, of course, everybody. It seems like everybody does it. Um, all my friends do it, and they're like, "You really need to try this. It's fun, and it's a whole different ball game to hunting instead of having a gun in your hand when you're hunting." 
and uh, just watching Eva Shockey and Cameron Haynes. I absolutely adore them, and I look up to them so much. And I'm just like, so all Cam hunts with is Bose, and I'm like, he's really good. Mm-hmm. And he's so passionate about it and everything. And I'm like, you know what? I think I am going to give it, give this a try because I was always limited to just hunting with guns. Our season, gun season, like here at home is so much later. Like I only shot rifle. So I'd have to wait until mid November for rifle season to actually start here in my town in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. When if I would have shot, bow then that starts in like september here and so i'm missing out on all these months of good hunting just because i'm limiting myself to only using one weapon and so i wanted to be more versatile i wanted to learn more about a different way of hunting and so i've been learning ever since (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah, it really does. It, I mean, shoot, it probably more than doubles your hunting season, gives you uh, a lot more access depending on where you are to different tags and different locations. And some, you know, some places it's just a whole lot easier to travel with a with a bow sometimes and a rifle. And um, yeah, it does. It it opens up a whole lot and a lot of over the counter tags that you might not be able to get with a rifle. So. Uh, yes absolutely and it's you know there's just something fun about it uh, shooting that bow I mean don't get me wrong I love I love shooting a rifle I you know oh yeah I was shooting shooting rifles long before I ever picked up a bow and so uh so I love rifles but ever since I picked up a bow I just I I can't go back I'm addicted to it I'm absolutely obsessed so (laughs) I know exactly what you mean so yeah, so you uh they're having you uh, they're having y'all do the hunting with crossbows then. Yes. And we also are doing it's not just hunting, like he's putting us to the test like with what we know. Like there's several different competitions and I mean we get to we have a like a fishing competition and seeing if we can actually fish cuz I mean most of us, I think, or I'm not sure about Shannon, but I think uh, me and Liberty, like I promote on my page that I fish. So, of course, he's going to see if I can really fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and we have kinds of other competitions that is just stuff that you would do in the outdoors in a hunting situation or maybe preparing for your next hunt or whatever, like just uh he seriously like picked us three and i don't know what made him pick us because there's so many like just awesome girls out there that are big huntresses and uh girls who love the fish and love the outdoors and he picked us three and we've never met each other at all I knew Shannon from social media. I knew her from Instagram. I think we followed each other, but I had actually never heard of Liberty. And so we meet for the first time ever on this show and we're put in the um, ranch house there in Ala, Louisiana mm-hmm. for an entire week of competing and hunting and craziness. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you guys walk away uh, uh, good friends or? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, um, we actually like, we will message each other every now and then just to, you know, just, they are such awesome. Like I was definitely, I'm younger than both of them. Um, I'm 23 years old and I definitely look up to both of them in different ways. They're both just super sweet girls and they, I, I feel that they represent huntresses worldwide and outdoor and girls just extremely well. And they are a great role model for any, uh, anybody looking to get into outdoors or just anybody. I just love them to death. And we definitely do keep up with each other on social media because we are really far apart. Uh, Mm -hmm. he literally took us from all parts of the world. Um, Liberty's in Texas and Shannon is in Iowa, I think. Okay. Well, and it's, it's interesting because I, you know, I follow actually all three of you. I follow all three of you on Instagram and, um, I, I really think y'all kind of represent different aspects, especially of the female hunting community. Y'all are uh, come at it in kind of different ways to where I feel like um, you have a lot more of the, the kind of the country aspect of it and, you know, that, that southern charm. And uh, you have Liberty, who's very, um, uh, I don't want to say political, but it's uh it's she's very focused on she's kind of a a big gun girl and um you know it's very uh USA kind of feel to it and uh Shannon is kind of the more uh, backcountry feel to a lot of the stuff she posts and it's it's just very different perspectives and it gives a a really great um you know gamut of of the female hunting community and you know not to say that uh all y'all don't represent those different aspects as well, but uh, y'all's focus just comes from, from I feel like, different directions, and it's really, really cool to see all of you come together uh, come together like that just to, to show that full spectrum of, of uh, people. Yeah, absolutely, and I totally agree. Um, you know, when I look at Liberty, I see, like, she is just a, she's a gun girl. That's all she does, and... That is so awesome, and she is like, definitely, when you think of somebody who's proud to be an American, <laughs> it's Liberty. And uh, Well, with a name she, like that, she, I don't think you can get away with it, with anything but, you I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but she is extremely awesome, and it's funny because she had actually never, like, she's not into um, bow hunting. And so I was like, whew, okay, at least I got one other girl that's not familiar with bow hunting, really, like <laughs> me. But you got Shannon over here who is actually a big bow hunter. Like, I think she only hunts with compounds mostly. So I don't, I think she wasn't as familiar with the crossbow, but I did feel like she had a little bit of like a, like an edge on us because she was more familiar with archery and say i'm like okay this is going to be interesting (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you i'm i'm really excited uh i'm definitely going to be uh be uh picking up my uh my subscription to the outdoor channel and uh you have a code i've seen you post about it 
for a free trial yes. for the Outdoor Channel, right? Yes, you can get a free trial, uh, the MOTV app, Outdoor Channel app. You can, if you use my name, Nikki, N-I-K-I, you get a free trial. And you can literally be sitting in the stand. You can be uh, in the car. Uh, say you're just at Walmart and you can't make it home in time. You can sit in your car in the parking lot and watch Miss Wild Game or any other shows that they have on their app on your phone, which is awesome. And I'll make sure uh, to post up that information and and links to everything where people can view it and uh, and just get that code listed up on the show notes page. And that'll be at livingcountryinthecity.com slash 13 for episode 13. So um, we'll get that posted up so people can go right there. Um, so, uh, so we got Miss Wild Game. What else... Uh, uh, what else are you looking forward to this year? Any uh, any exciting hunts planned? Uh, uh, anything else exciting going on that we should uh, we should expect to see from you? Yeah, so um, I've always got some exciting hunts uh, coming up, which I'm extremely blessed. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're so lucky," and I'm like, "No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed yep. because I have worked." so hard to get where I'm at today and I continue to bust my butt daily to keep going and keep doing what I'm doing and being able to hunt and do what I enjoy but so this weekend I am actually going to Washington State uh, with one of my best friends Bo Lines uh, with Dirty Birdie uh, Off-Road Productions um, to hunt Merriam's Okay. Uh, which will which will be my last turkey. It'll be four out of four for my uh, single season grand slam. All right, so all right. That's going to be so huge if I actually can get a bird up there in Washington, and I'm praying I do. Um, because it's it's funny, I've actually I've hunt uh, turkey hunted for several years, but I've actually missed, and then I wouldn't ever have the opportunity to go back. And so this year was the first year that I ever actually killed a turkey. And oh, wow. so not only yeah, not only have I killed one, I've got I think it's five now in like five different states. And uh, I got two Easterns, and then I got my Osceola, and I just got my Rio in Texas. And so now I'm going after my Merriam, and I'm going to complete the Grand like the grand Slam, and I just got my first turkey this year. That's, that's incredible to me. I'd say that's definitely, uh, definitely an achievement right there. Um, and you'll, you know... Welcome, welcome to the West Coast. We'll all be, we'll all be rooting for you over here. So, <laughs> well, thank you. I've actually never been that way. Like, um, I've never been to Washington. I have been to Montana, which I, I love it out there. Um, and I know he's not far from Monta- uh, Montana, apparently. Um, but I've never been to Canada, and I actually have never even been to California, and that's where you live, right? Uh, that's, I'm right in Southern California, right in the middle of Los Angeles. So 
That's awesome. I will, here in a couple weeks, me and my family will actually be making our third annual trip to the Grand Canyon. We'll uh, hike like 20-some miles and uh, camp in the middle of it and everything, but we're going to leave from the Grand Canyon and go to, like, Mammoth Lake, California. Okay, yeah. And Lake, yeah, and Lake Tahoe, and uh, we're going somewhere else, but it'll be my first time actually exploring in California, so I'm so excited. <laughs> Well, we are happy to have you over here, and you'll have to you'll have to let me know when you come out. So if I'm if I'm anywhere near, I'll come say hi. Yeah, definitely. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, what would be your once in a lifetime hunt? Now, if you could if you could go on any hunt, you know you you've done deer, you, you know you're you're going on your turkey grand slam. But what's your what's your dream hunt that you're uh, anything in the world that you would want to do if you could go on any hunt? So, okay, my dream hunt, um, so I would say a big uh, top of the list, which I'm actually going to be able to do, it's in the works, planning right now, is a trip to Africa, and I actually get to take my grandpa and my mom with me and hunt all kinds of crazy animals I've never even <laughs> like saw or heard of there, so that's a big one coming up in the next year, but um one that was like these are like it's hard to pick one um <laughs> that's a true hunter right there you, yeah you asked me for one and i'm sitting here i'm like well there's this one and there's this one um but so i love elk i actually got the chance to hunt elk in montana back in november i was not successful on getting an elk but i was successful at learning so much and just completely changing my life, and now I know I want to live in Montana, and I want to hunt elk for the rest of my days. <laughs> you're starting to sound but, like me now. That's uh, you're you're stealing you're stealing my dream here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my number one uh, bucket list hunt right now would be a grizzly bear in Alaska. Ooh, that's a good that one. That is. Yeah, I've never been to Alaska. Um, I'm a mountain girl. I live here in the mountains in North Carolina. I'm a cold weather person, believe it or not. Um, if there's snow there, I'm excited. <laughs> and so I, I would pick going somewhere with snow and mountains over going to the beach. Um, so I've never been. I really want to go. <laughs> I've been told once I go, I will not want to come back. Um, and that's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> well, you're talking but, to a yeah. Southern California boy here. I grew up on the beach, and I'll tell you, I uh, however however nice the weather is out here, I would give anything for a place where uh, with mountains and snow. So I'm uh, I'm very jealous. Oh wow! And see, I did not know that California. This is is probably dumb, but because <laughs> I'm you know like. I didn't know it was as beautiful as it was. Like, I didn't even give it the time of day to be on a list of places to go until mm -hmm. I actually sat down and Googled, <laughs> like, Mammoth Lakes and Lake Tahoe and all these places. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that looks like Montana. I got to go. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, one of the things people don't realize, and I, you know, I talk to a lot of people and, 
you know, I'll talk to him about backcountry hunting and a lot of things is, is we have an insane amount of public lands out here in California. It's more than, more than a lot of States uh, that you'd expect. And, you know, the, uh, the hunting isn't always the best on the lands out here, but it's, um, you know, it's a, a lot of the good spots tend to get crowded and, uh, and it's just, you know, not as, not as conducive of a place and an environment to, to hunting with our, uh, political <laughs> leanings out here at times, but yeah, there are so many beautiful places. Um, somewhere else you might want to check out is, uh, there's an area called the Sequoia National Forest in Kings Canyon. Um, okay. That's, uh, I've been going there, gosh, probably, I mean, pretty much with the exception of a few years, uh, in college. I mean, I've been going there every year since I was about three years old and it's just, you know, it's got the, the giant, uh, Sequoia and Redwood trees, um, beautiful waterfalls and mountains and, uh, you know, lakes out there. I used to, you know, that's where I, that's where I learned to fish, caught my first fish as a kid is, uh out at a place called Hume Lake. It's a, it's a Christian camp up there that, uh, my family's always been going to. We'd rent a cabin and, and wake up early. And I, you know, I had my way back in the day, had my little youth fishing pole and, and pulled something probably smaller than the palm of my hand out of the, out of the stream. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I've been, that's where I, that's where I learned to fish. And, you know, my dad, that is so awesome. so it's there's a lot of great places, and I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people think California, and you know, they immediately think Los Angeles, you know, San Francisco, and and San Diego, and it's you know, they're beautiful spots down here too. You know, we got beautiful beaches, and and even just up like Lake Castaic, an hour away from me, is is gorgeous. But uh, I mean, wow. it's it's got nothing on a lot of these places, and even our desert locations. Like you go out to Joshua Tree. Oh man, I just spent several days in Joshua Tree, and it's it's incredible out there. Um, you know, I spent three days just backpacking around Joshua Tree before going out to the desert for work, and you know, the sunsets are just are mind blowing, and the rock formations wow. and the wildlife and everything is incredible. So there's. It's, I have to remind myself that it's out there. Um, and, yes, you just got to go find it. <laughs> you know, it may be a, maybe a yeah. little bit longer of a drive for me. It's not quite right outside my backyard, but uh, it's, it's definitely there. So I, you know, then that's, that's a lot of the purpose of, of this, this whole podcast. And, and my Instagram is just to kind of show everybody what's available and, you know, how living in the city isn't necessarily going to, limit you as far as wanting to do these things like hunting and fishing and, and backpacking and camping and listening to country music and all this stuff in the outdoors. So, yeah, absolutely. And that's a great thing that you're doing that. Cause like I said, if I, I actually follow this girl on Instagram, she's a big traveler and going to all these beautiful places. And that's how I found out about Mammoth Lakes and Lake Tahoe is because of her post. And I'm like, because my mom's like, well, after the Grand Canyon, let's just uh, go to California because it's pretty close. And I'm like, California? <laughs> really? Like, and I'm seriously sitting here Googling, like, I was like, I wonder how far Jackson Hole is from the Grand Canyon <laughs> or uh, like Wyoming. And because I love it out there um, or 
I was like, I wonder how far this place is uh, in Montana, how far that's from. But then once I saw this girl post these pictures in California, I'm like, okay, okay, now, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and there we've got some really unique stuff out here. You know, we have our own, uh, uh, we have our own, basically our own breed of elk out here, Thule elk. Um, oh know, wow! They're smaller than uh, than some of the other the like the Rocky Mountain variety and stuff, but they're. Uh, they kind of live out on a few of these islands and, um, they're more, they're more in almost like, I guess, swampy kind of ground. And so there's a lot of, a lot of unique stuff out here. And I mean, I, uh, you know, I spent a little bit of time in the South and actually, uh, just visiting. And, and the one thing that it reminds me of is my folks moved up to Northern California and people forget that there's a whole half of the state up above, uh, up above Sacramento, and it really reminds me a lot of the South, a lot of the the smaller towns, and just how people tend to interact with each other, and you know, little downtown areas that you can walk around and enjoy, and um, and so I was really uh, I was really surprised when I went to the South and how familiar it felt from uh, when I go up and visit my folks. Um, but yeah, people, you know, people tend to forget that. Uh, we're not all, uh, we're not all, uh, all city out here. So. Yeah, that, that's really awesome. And I'm definitely going to be hitting you up for, uh, some more places to add to my list to go. Cause some of those places you said, I actually want to look into more. So that's awesome. <laughs> A lot of beautiful stuff out here. And I will definitely, uh, definitely give you any, any tips that, uh, that I can for visiting, but Awesome. Well, so uh, before we start winding it down, um, you know, once again, the podcast is about uh, a lot of it's about reaching out to folks uh, like myself in the city who who may have thought like, oh, you know, I like this. I like the idea of hunting, you know, and shooting guns and or shooting my bow. Um, it, it it interests me, but it's kind of a weird thing to do in the city. I'm not sure how to do it, how to get into it, um, or even just new hunters anywhere who who want to get into it more and learn more about it. Um, do you have any any tips or any advice or any just kind of words of encouragement for for people that may be looking to get their start uh, in hunting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you're just looking, uh, just now starting out, like it's help is out there. Like just get out there, go to your local outdoor store. It don't have to be a Bass Pro. It could be just your, um, little handyman store down the road. Uh, get out there, go talk to people, just start hiking, uh, because, I mean, hiking is part of what we do as hunters and outdoorsmen. Like, you're constantly making uh, moves on the ground. Um, go out there and talk to people. First off, I would say find out what you would like to get interested in. Is there a certain animal? Is there, do you want to do archery? Do you want to do guns? Um, I mean, it's all, it's a open book. You can start writing your book any way you want to. And you can never make a mistake. You can always, 
fix it and re-go back and do it and <laughs> everything. Um, definitely don't give up uh, because, like I said uh, earlier, I am new to archery hunting. I would say about a year and a half to two years now, I've been trying to learn it. And I still, I do get discouraged and I have little confidence uh, and I'm still trying to work on that daily. So I'm going out here and doing all this traveling and getting to hunt all these animals, but I'm still struggling and trying to learn daily myself. So don't ever worry if you feel like you can't do something because you can we all struggle with something. We're all constantly learning. Um, so just get out there, do it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do something. If you want to go hunt something, if you want to go fish a certain type of fish or whatever, get out there, do it. There's resources. Look online, uh, the Internet, um, Instagram, like Eva and Cameron <laughs> Haynes. And the Bomars, I love them, Sarah and Josh Bomar. Go look at them. Look at what they're doing. I mean, it's so much help out there for whatever you'd like to do and so much inspiration to keep you going in those moments that you do get discouraged. That is so, <laughs> that is fantastic advice right go, there. You know, thank you. I could go on and on, honestly, <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, it's, I love it. I'm so passionate about the outdoors and what I do and I want to help people. And so it's never a wrong time or place to start trying to pursue what you love. No, that is absolutely fantastic advice. Um, and I know that's, that's definitely, uh, something all my listeners need to keep in mind. Uh, so if, uh, people wanted to follow you online, uh, you know, reach out on socials, where's, uh, where's the best place to, where can people find you online? Yeah. So you can find me everywhere online. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, the places. Face, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. All of my social media, uh, handles are the same. They're all at Nikki Tilly 10. And I have a website, NikkiTilly.com. You can go there as well. And I, uh, shoot me a message, comment on my picture. I try my best to reply back to everybody that reaches out to me. So I will do my best to get back to you and help you as much as I can. Well, fantastic. And I'll definitely make sure to grab all of those and post them up on the show notes page so people can find them real easy. Uh, just a reminder, that'll be livingcountryinthecity.com slash 13 for episode 13. But, well, Nikki, thank you so much for hopping on the call today and uh, sitting down to record this episode. Uh, I know I will definitely be tuning in on Thursday to... Uh, to watch that first episode of Miss Wild Game, and I uh, hope everyone else listening will as well. Yay! Well, thank you so much for having me. It has been an absolute blast. <laughs> well, we will have to do another one soon, so. Absolutely. All right, y'all, that'll do it for episode 13 of Living Country in the City. Make sure you catch Nikki and Miss Wild Game on the Outdoor Channel starting Thursday, May 11th. Don't forget that you can get a free trial of the My Outdoor TV app using the code Nikki. That's N-I-K-I. You can find links for the show and all of Nikki's social pages by visiting our show notes page at 
livingcountryinthecity.com slash 13. That's livingcountryinthecity.com slash 13. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share these episodes with your friends. And in the meantime, stay country, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Living Country in the City. Get show notes and check out the blog, product reviews, events, and more at livingcountryinthecity.com. 